Ring, ring with Renny Revis. Hello and welcome to the show. We've got someone very special with us today. Someone you may or may not know. But don't worry, we'll explain all the inside jokes. Just sit back and enjoy the voyeurism, folks. It's Ring, Ring with Renny Hi, everyone. This week's hostage situation, or presidential debate, whatever you want to call it, is a trending topic, but as somebody with functioning eyes and ears, I don't feel it's necessary to discuss the obvious. Oh, scratch that. That's ableist. Okay, start over. The vision and hearing impaired have no trouble recognizing a racist, especially one who'd definitely mock them with a cruel impression at a rally-slash-COVID contraction convention. Those last three words start with a K, by the way. Today's guest is my friend Morgan Klein. She moonlights in showbiz and blesses the internet with her mashup drawings, such as Boy George Went, on her Tumblr page, Marker Peace Theater. Morgan provides much-needed visual and genital stimulation via her Instagram page, Isolation Hunks, dedicated to providing quarantined horn dogs with sexy men. Follow her page if you like man meat, and let the butcher know you'll bone it yourself. I met Morgan years ago in class at Upright Citizens Brigade. Her comedy chops only rival that of her love of Kenny Chesney. Since this recording, all charges have been dropped for Morgan's arrest while peacefully protesting this year. Morgan has been raising money for the Bail Project, which pays bail for those who can't afford it. These individuals must choose to either stay in jail whether they're innocent or not and jeopardize their job, immigration status, and child custody, or plead guilty. If you can afford bail, you get to go home and wait for your trial. Cash bail basically criminalizes poverty. That's not right. Please consider donating to bailproject.org. What's the 411? Here's some info that'll help eavesdroppers better understand our conversation. After calling someone out for hate speech on Instagram, they gave Morgan the fair and balanced moniker of trash ass witch. Morgan has asthma. She makes an inhaler look cute. The distance between the Barclays Center and Trump Tower blah, is about seven miles. The film Event Horizon is about a sentient spacecraft that turns into a version of hell. At some point, a tank fills with blood and explodes. We've all been there, right, menstruators? Um, I'll try to be frustratingly vague about this scene from the movie Midsummer. Uh, a woman sees something upsetting, and she sobs, and a group of women match her cries in a cacophony of female anguish. And they all lay hands on each other like a pregame chant for a fucked up football team. Wings was an American sitcom that ran on NBC for eight seasons. This sounds like a Jeopardy question from 1997. Sobriety tokens, or chips, are given to members of a 12-step addiction program. Mentioning this in case somebody thinks we're talking about Pringles. Hello? Hey there, is this a trash-ass witch? You've reached the number for the trash-ass witch. <laughs> oh, I've longed for the day. you reached my coven. <laughs> At the sound of the cackle, please leave a message. <laughs> How you doing, well, Morgan? Oh, you know, thriving in these end days. <laughs> Thrills. It's a thrill a minute. How about you? How are you holding up? It's weird when I think of the future and it's just a question mark, as if it's a 90s screensaver and it's a <laughs> bunch of question marks spinning, <laughs> like Windows 95. Yes. Remember those ones? At the time, they seemed very new age, but they were like just kind of this swirling 
colors. Yeah. Like you could have music in the background. I feel like it's that, but with like horror music. It's like the theme from The Exorcist, and that's our life. And it also has intercut images of a demon's eyes randomly popping up. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did you see that? Yes, yes. It's hellfire hot here. I don't know what it's like where you are, but it's a uh, heat wave time. I mean, it looks like actually like the apocalypse and isn't the whole like state burning if they did a gender reveal and it exploded? <laughs> yes. I want a non-binary comedian to post a video saying, I'm from the future. Yes, my parents <laughs> burned down California to show us the true reveal. Yeah. <laughs> Point out how stupid it is to begin with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like if that's the thing that kills us all, we kind of deserve it. I mean, I don't want to die right now, but we're in the swirling, like, Microsoft <laughs> window, <laughs> and I just feel like I don't know other alternatives right now. It's like as we're being dragged down, we're saying, you know, you've got a point. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, get, I get it. I get it. Bye. Just telling Satan, valid, valid. Yeah. Like, I know you have to do this. I get it. Totally. Yes. I just had an argument with a grown woman in front of her child at Trader Joe's about who's being rude <laughs> for wearing masks or standing up for your right not to wear a mask. You know what? We should die. We we need to die. Yeah, I had that feeling multiple times a week where I just go, you know, maybe it's not worth it. What's not worth it? Just everything. <laughs> just, it's the fact that we're having to have these arguments and people are such hobgoblins that they're not wearing masks and blowing shit up so they could tell somebody like the gender of their child. You know, like all that stuff seems so insane. And it's like, if that's where we're at yeah. as a nation and a world, just nuke us. Yeah, you know what? I think the fish should go back into the sea. <laughs> when it crawled out of the primordial goo and created the iconic evolution poster we've all seen, I want to see them walk back into the sea and turn into a fish again. <laughs> I want it to be like one of those action movies that came out in like 98, like 97, 98 with like Armageddon and Deep Impact and all those things came out at the same time. <laughs> yes. I want that. I want somebody in time putting like, I don't know, don't ever put animal crackers in my stomach. I'll murder you. But like do something kind of weird. And then with Ben Affleck and his original teeth, I want that era. And I want there to be no salvation, though. I want Bruce Willis to fail. I want the thing to still come and plummet. We're like, oh, shit, it ends. It's melancholia. That's what I want. Oh, my God. It does sound dark. I know that. But I feel like... <laughs> oh, you're breaking up, Morgan. Sorry. Is that better or no? Yes, better. Good witchery. Sorry. This coven has <laughs> bad reception. Great <laughs> value for the witches here. Terrible reception. <laughs> so we're talking about your favorite era of film, the apocalyptic, destructive movies of the early 90s. And you mentioned that Ben had old teeth and new teeth. <laughs> ben Affleck, look it up. His old teeth look like little chiclets. Like they belong with a young dolphin or like a small animal with square teeth. And then his new teeth are bigger. Wow. Yeah. So we really are living in hell. Well, I was thinking like before teeth and after teeth. Yeah. BT and A. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> B-T-A-T. I just saw a picture my friend posted of her baby's teeth coming through. And of course, now I'm just going to comment, look, it's Ben Affleck before teeth. <laughs> I'll have to explain that. I mean, just do a cursory Google. She'll get it right away. 
it's an obvious thing. Jennifer, I don't know who he's dating now, but reminds me, his ex was one of the nicest big celebrities I've spent time around. Of course, I can't remember what her last name is in the sea of gens. Jennifer Garner. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. As I get older, the sea of gens just... It will drown you. It crashes over me. I mm-hmm. lost track of my gens. The buoy floated out to sea. Many have been lost in a sea of gens. <laughs> His heart belongs to the sea of death. Yeah. <laughs> they don't tell you, but that's why the Titanic sunk. <laughs> it was just a bunch of gins, and they hit it, and you're like, oh, my God, who? Which one? And it just took it down. R.I.P. Was somebody calling my name? 500 yeah. <laughs> gins turn around. <laughs> Add excess weight to one side of the boat. No. Yeah, it flips. <laughs> <laughs> when they say siren song, they actually mean just a bunch of Jennifers. Jennifer Lopez's unsung hit. Yeah. <laughs> How the gen has turned. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I've heard, though, Jennifer Gardner is very nice. She is a sweet woman, for sure, from my four days of experience. <laughs> Can you imagine someone judges your whole identity on four days working near you? In this industry, though, mm-hmm. like you see a full gamut of emotions in four days. I mean, if somebody's a shithead, it's going to come out in four days. Yeah, I'm not saying it's fair, but I do think it's right to observe what somebody's like in <laughs> close quarters over a couple days. It's a good gist. Yeah, not ideal, but, you know, you will see people people's true sides come out after a couple days in production. Do you have any favorite sides you've seen go wrong? Oh, I've got <laughs> I've got stories. You know, most people I feel like keep their illusions up for the most part a little bit longer. I mean, you can see it in a couple of days, but I've definitely seen people who, you know, the facade breaks after a few things. But um <laughs> but yeah, for the most part I feel like Especially now, this sounds awful, but, you know, with the onslaught of social media and stuff and the fact people blog about things, there's all these, like, Instagrams that belong to people who are outing, like, anonymous people commenting mm-hmm. about celebrity encounters. I think that people are a little bit more savvy and they try to keep <laughs> it a little bit closer to their chest. But, I mean, if you're an asshole, you're an asshole. It's going to come out somehow. Yeah. It's either a public dragging or you drag yourself somehow. Yeah. It's going to come out in little bits. And- also, if you're in tune enough or if you've been around enough, you're going to notice certain things, you know, if they're very specific about certain wants or needs and cause a fuss about them. You'll know that's the telltale sign of a real shithead. Mm-hmm. My favorite. Mm-hmm. What part of New York are you staying in right now? I am in Clinton Hill, which is in Brooklyn. Oh, cool. I, yeah. I realized I segued as if like, hey, you know who's a shithead? Those New Yorkers, right? No. <laughs> Truly didn't mean it that way. I love New York. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm in Clinton Hill. It's great. Um, I actually lived in the same neighborhood before I moved away. And so it's kind of cool to be back. Um, I would not recommend moving back three weeks before a pandemic hit. Like that was a little bit weird, but my bad. (laughs) It's all your bad. Yeah, I caused it. Yeah, but it's good otherwise. You know, it's been weird to kind of see the city morph into this version it is now, which is trying to find some normalcy or a new way of doing things in a really weird time. So that's fun. Yeah, so condensed. Yeah. There's no way to spread out, really. No, I mean, it's also weird, though, too, because it just feels like, I mean, we did. In New York specifically, people didn't leave their houses unless they really Mm -hmm. had to. Like, you didn't leave your apartment. You didn't do those things. So I was inside, I would say, 99.9% of, you know, March, April, May. I know. God. And then we came out right when, like, protests were happening. So, you know, that was three solid months of, like, being inside. 
And then all of a sudden you're like, it's summer. And now, oh, I guess we're getting into the fall. I have no idea what month it is. Everything feels weird. (laughs) So it's, yeah, strange. Right. You did so much effort in staying safe and people outside not having the privilege of being safe from police violence. Just great. Now we have to go out. Now, look what you did. Look what you did. Now I'm out. Now we're out. Yeah. I mean, the first weekend, it really was zero to 60. I had literally not left my place. I mean, to take out my garbage and take my dog out directly out the door that was like gloves in the whole works too it wasn't like it was you know right. it was tough every time I went outside was very tough and so the first weekend I think it was like the 30th of May maybe like May 30th or 31st we went out and we marched you know for three days I lost seven toenails not Wait, kidding what? yes you need it for your brew for your witch's brew I know I mean I was like it's for my potions but Actually, it was because I hadn't fucking moved in three months and my Apple Watch was smoking and like sparks were coming out of it because it was so confused how I went from like moving maybe 200 feet in a very small New York apartment from like my bed to a chair back to the bed, the kitchen, the bed to then being like, I'm going to walk from Trump Tower to the Barclays Center and back each day. My bad. (laughs) My body was like (laughs) shutting down. Okay. So two things, these toenails, do you mean in their entirety? Yeah. Not just the white part, the whole thing? I made the mistake of wearing a pair of shoes the second day that I thought would be smarter for some reason. And it wasn't, it was awful. My feet swole because I hadn't been walking and then I had walked. And so my feet swole. And then I knew when I got home, I thought, I actually thought at one point, like I was going to have to go to the hospital because like pinky toe was so messed up, like the entire toe. And I thought, well, there it goes. That's how I end up missing a toe. Like this is my lot in life to be that weirdo. Not the people that don't have toes are weird. I'm just saying like, I don't personally want to miss a toe from walking. Yeah. Something cool, like being attacked, but like not just from like walking. There was no ransom involved. No. So lost. There were no little Lebowski's big achievers, whatever that is. This was just me walking. <laughs> you could pass for Amy, man. Yeah. I think I passed for like one of the nihilists. But yeah, it was not the best look. They're coming oh. back slowly. Oh, man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> By Christmas, they'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christmas toes. Oh, Christmas toes. Beautiful. <laughs> Deck them and make little yes. ornaments on them. Now bring us some petty pudding. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, it was a weird shift. I'll tell you that much. It was like zero to 60, but. Oh, God. And your Apple Watch actually started sparking or did it just? No, but it was definitely confused. It was like, congratulations, you've hit, wow, you've hit your goal. I'm like, my goal of just being alive, like it's actually moving because I truly hadn't moved. And it it just did not know what was happening. And it was like a lot of walking regardless. That would be like a lot of walking just in general. But it was really going from like, it's like if Snow White woke up from her little chamber mm-hmm. in the woods and just be like, oh, I'm going to go run a marathon. Should you ease in a little bit? She's like, no, I just need to do this now. That's how I was. Oh, my God. I had to buy Icy Hot. Icy Hot, yeah. Yeah, I had to buy it and be like, I guess I'm old enough to also need Icy Hot to, like, (laughs) tell my body it's not shutting down. Oh, you need to tell your Apple Watch to cool down, too, somehow. I know. It it hits the singularity. (laughs) It was like the event horizon. Once you do one more step, I don't know what happens. (laughs) The world implodes. It's Y2K. We don't know. Yeah. 
it's going to hit the year 2000. We don't know when. Yeah, it's basically like man, midnight, all bets are off. <laughs> the electronic purge. The simpler times of Y2K, the millennium. Those oh, were the days. I wish that's all we were worried about. Could you imagine? All we were worried about was like, oh, God, I don't think we built the internet to go past 2000. Oops. <laughs> cool. Oops. We're like, we might have a power blackout. Now it's like, oh, cool. If we all survive the next two months. That's cool. Like, I'm not planning for the future because I don't know what's going to happen. But, yeah, we were worried that, like, windows would shut down. (laughs) Oh, no. All the digital displays of time will be incorrect. How will we we go on? Can Will save us from this? My Napster won't work anymore. How can I illegally download 98 Degrees songs? I forgot my AOL password. Yeah. This is a nightmare. And now I'm sitting at home in the dark like, should I whittle some sort of sword for, like, protection? The next time you have to go to jail? Yeah. I mean, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. I'm thinking, like, what would be really bad? Oh, you mean what actually happened to you? Yeah. That would be really bad. Going back to jail, you mean? Yeah. Would not recommend. (laughs) Well, you got the shiv ready. I mean, they asked me that when we ended up at, like, the police station. They have to ask if you have weapons. And they asked. If we had Slim Jims, and they said, you don't have, like, Slim Jims in your shoes or something. And I said, gross. Why would I have jerky in my shoes? I was so grossed out. I was like, do people try to sneak food in? And the guy's like, what? And I was like, what? And he kept going, what? And I said, what? And he's like, Slim Jim. I'm like, yeah, why would I have that in my foot? Like, that's so gross. He's like, huh? I said, why would I have this beef jerky in my shoe? Oh, he's like, no, it's a tool to, like, break into cars. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't have that or jerky my shoes, dude. I'm like, this is who you arrested. Was this person I'm like, what? Why would I have beef jerky? I mean, maybe he was just hungry. Well, maybe. No. But I was like, man, this is who you arrested. So, yeah, sorry. You're going to have a real boring piece of paperwork for this one. <laughs> you didn't have your phone, right? Well, they released us around 5 a.m., I think. But we have to go through the whole process. They do the whole works. And then they released us. Yeah. And then we got like a court appearance ticket you're free go out into the world where you can't freely protest yeah i mean i will say to be very serious we also got out because we had a different scenario than a lot of other people did i was with a friend and we you know were white women and yeah we got out a lot faster than the people around us i'll tell you that much we still end up getting charged with stuff or you know being accused of stuff we still have to go to be a judge but our situation was exponentially better than other people that were with us and you know our situation that lasted maybe what like 10 hours lasted probably three days for other people because you can be held for up to 72 hours without I didn't know this. Honest to God, all my stuff was based on TV shows. And I assumed the second you go to jail, they let you call somebody and they did the whole like fingerprint process. Um, that's not how it works. They basically put you in a jail cell and then they start generating the paperwork. And then at the very tail end is when you get your fingerprints taken and mugshots. Mm. They took your mugshot? Oh, yeah. I got mugshot. Oh, man. But in New York, it doesn't go online. So I think we have to wait till like, our case gets closed to either see it or ask for a copy, which I will oh. be doing, obviously. Please do. Yeah. Oh, God. It was pretty unhinged. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was like a very weird situation. And ours was, of course, better. But now, mm-hmm. now I don't do it because I also know that you can be in there a lot longer than we were. Like, we yeah. lucked out. But knowing that the majority of people stayed quite a bit longer is, like, kind of terrifying. Sure, of course. Because there was a point at like hour five that I was like, this is, <laughs> this just 
is not going to end well pretty soon. And also, I was scared to go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Because um, one of my nightmares that I have is, like, having to go to the bathroom in front of people. Just not the thing I want to do. I don't like it. Yeah. And uh, um, it's an open most, toilet, you yeah. know? Most people have an aversion to public shooting. Yeah. Uh, whatever you got to do. But I'm sure it's, it's not my, for you. Yeah, just not my thing, you know? Just not, not the <laughs> yeah. thing I'm looking for. Got to be in the mood. <laughs> and protesting, you know, just be careful. Keep protesting, but... Be careful and just know that a big thing you have to do is use the bathroom in front of people in jail. So consider that. That's that's a really good deterrent for any crime, really. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, honestly, for me, if I was going to try to scare a kid straight, like in a, you know, a school program, I'd be like, do you want to have to pee or poop in front of people? No, don't go to jail. (laughs) That's a big part of jail. Yeah. The dead body did nothing to these kids, (laughs) but... Having them all go to a kindergarten class and use the toilets that are out. You know, all the little toilets are next to each other in a kindergarten. (laughs) It's like that. Jail. (laughs) Yeah, maybe that was what scarred me. And I was like, no, I don't ever want to do this again. At the time, I thought it was bizarre. And I had no self-awareness. Like, wow, we're going pee together, (laughs) all sitting on the toilet. It shouldn't be a big deal. I mean, obviously, it's like we all have to do this kind of thing. Like, it shouldn't be so taboo because it's just as humans. It's one of the few things we all share. (laughs) We all do this. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I don't find community. Yeah, as advanced as I think I am as a human, I don't want to do that. And it really freaked me out in jail. So he was like, do you want water? I was like, absolutely not. A little dried out sponge in the corner. Like, never. I would rather I will die before I drink your water. (laughs) So... There's that. Give me no public toilet or give me death. Yeah, I mean, I found at that point (laughs) what my personal event horizon was. And that was once that came into play, I was like, this is who I am, the stoic, weird woman who was like, absolutely not. Nope. Well, a little bit of shame is healthy. I I think we should have some shame about some things instead of just being all willy-nilly. Yeah, I mean, I definitely operating up, you know, bigger spectrum of shame. But I was like, I'm going to need to see a therapist after this. Not about my actual experience in jail, but just like what that dread up inside of me and also how fearful I was to go in the bathroom in front of people. Oh. I'm like, I'm being charged with a misdemeanor that goes like tomato, tomato. I don't want to <laughs> pee here. If you see a therapist, they're going to really lean in about how you feel having a record and what it was like. You're like, can we just cut to the pee part because we need to work on this. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. But also, um, why was I so scared to pee in front of people? <laughs> God. So it's you been have a fun it. couple months, is what I'm saying, basically. Mm-hmm. And you have a court date? <laughs> at some that? point. Yeah, at some point I have a court date, but COVID, you know. The only time I'm going to say, good, COVID. Yeah. Go team. <laughs> good job. Yeah. Lord. Yeah, we don't really know. It's kind of all up in the air, which is wild, because until then, I kind of have this open record. Oh. Yeah, so that's, that's fun. But I've got, you know, lawyers and all that kind of good stuff. I'm going to be fine. I'm not worried, but... It's definitely been a journey that I was not expecting in February for all of this. Even though you did predict COVID coming over here and ruining our lives. I did. You I, did. I, I, I feel like it's the shittiest thing to ever be right about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the one time in my life I was right. <laughs> And my anxiety was like, you're just anxious. You're just letting your anxiety. Yeah, I was anxious, but I was also right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the worst. So, 
like, I have no pleasure in knowing I'm right about this thing. This is not the fun one to be right about. This is not the one that you're like, I'm going to wallow in my correctness. I could see this coming. No, this is, I saw it coming and that's why I was anxious. And then I told the radio and they're like, you're crazy. And then it happened. I was like, oh, this is crazy now. But then I say who's crazy now while I'm like locked up in a studio apartment in Brooklyn. So <laughs> It's like the scientists at the end of the disaster movie like those movies we were talking about earlier. Yeah. The scientist is right, but he still gets eaten by a mutant. Yes. Like, where's the joy? It's like Judd Hirsch or like one of those people in the movies that like the asteroid's coming or like the aliens yep. are here and we can't do things. But also it's still going to suck. I had to tell you and like we'll figure it out, but a lot of people are still going to die. <laughs> That's what I feel like I am. I'm basically a scientist. Like I was able to read newspaper articles and um, <laughs> get so worked up that I saw it coming here. Well, you're further ahead than a lot of people in their yeah. acknowledgement of science. You actually read things. Oh, boy. That's how I became a trash-ass witch. <laughs> I think the other thing is I didn't expect going into February to loathe the majority of humans and also mm. be truly concerned that, like, I always joked about things becoming idiocracy. And I yeah. thought, oh, God, how bad would that be? Looking back, I'm like, not bad at all. Worst case, you're watering plants with Gatorade <laughs> or whatever, and you've got like Luke Wilson's running around. This is a horrible version of that. It is not fun. Nope. <laughs> Mike Judge had nothing to do with this one. Mm-mm. Christopher Nolan. <laughs> no, this is like Lars von Trier or something. Oh, it's a terrible. Oh, it's oh, like it's twisted and. The hereditary guy. Yeah, it's hereditary. Ari something. Aster. This is your fault, Ari. Ari Aster's idiocracy. Yeah. No offense. <laughs> Refund, please. <laughs> it's just that scene in Midsommar where all the girls are screaming with each other, like collective yeah. pain. It's like that, but without the catharsis. It's just actual collective pain. <laughs> or the close proximity. We can't even touch each other. Yeah. Like six feet away. When people say screaming into the void, it's just the collective screaming into the void. <laughs> I hope you can hear me out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugh. I honestly just thought the end times would be like more fun more bacchanalia, just more like, let's drink and just party and, you know, screw it. Life is short. Let's just enjoy it. And I'm like, oh, this is a lot of standing in lines and hand sanitizer and just kind of like collective depression. Yeah. There's no Gatorade. There's nothing fun. There's no weird last gasp before the fire and brimstone come. It's kind of depressing. And I honestly want a refund. Before the gender reveal comment comes in. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like before the person comes back to tell us you guys really effed it up. This is why we took a turn. Because you monsters just couldn't, like, be open-minded. You had to have this weird shit. You couldn't be human and look out for other people. You had to, like, explode shit for no reason. (laughs) I just want to have a little bit of fun before that happens. But I feel like we've passed that point. Yeah. I just want to be in a Shania Twain song, Morgan. Just the girls want to have a little fun. I mean, you know, the upside, too, though, it's given us all a real good chance to, like, maybe we didn't party, but we had to binge some TV shows. (laughs) You know, that's good. (laughs) We all caught up on the stuff our friends have been begging us to watch. Yeah, for decades. (laughs) We're there now. Yeah, so that Princess Bride, uh, yeah, I caught it. After 34 years. <laughs> you know, I got to watch all four seasons of Kate and Alley, and you're right, it was cute. <laughs> you finally caught it. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, Starskin Hutch was really fun. I guess The Honeymooners was groundbreaking. You know, I watched them all now. I could not watch things during quarantine. Like, I didn't have the capacity to watch things, sure. but 
I feel like a lot of other people did. That's good. The only thing I watched was Wings. <laughs> the theme song. So, oh, I could get into that right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, but, you know, it's just like, I guess I'll just watch Wings. <laughs> How are you doing now at this moment in time? You know, I'm not feeling as isolated. I definitely think once I was protesting it out like a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, nothing is back to normal, but especially in New York, most people wear masks. Things aren't open inside that much, like some stores and things like that, but like restaurants aren't. So it still feels kind of distant but safe. I'm playing it kind of safe. I don't really want to risk, you know, being completely around people. Yeah. But I feel okay. I do think if you're a person who either lives in one of the cities that were hard hit, like New York or other places, or people who took it seriously, there's going to be some sort of collective, like, version of PTSD from this. You know, it's going to be like a residual, yeah. weird, lingering thing. But I feel oh. okay otherwise. Mm -hmm. It just feels weird. I think that's the biggest thing. Is everything just feels weird. Do you have New York friends? Not that you can I do, yeah. go swap it with them, but... Yeah, I do have some New York friends. I definitely had friends from before I moved and I have friends through work and then people I've just known, you know, throughout my life. So that's nice. I'm not seeing a lot of them. <laughs> I'm still pretty skittish. I'll do like socially distanced coffee or drinks outside. Oh, okay. Inside scares yeah. me, you know, but that's a step in the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> Inside is where the bad things are. You're right. So what about you? Do you feel pretty good right now? or <laughs> You know, <laughs> this whole celibacy thing, I think I need a chip. This is as hard as... <laughs> no pun intended. Really hard. I want a yeah. coin and I want to post the coin on social media and have strangers like it because they admire how difficult this was. <laughs> so I don't want to ask. It's fine. <laughs> I feel like we're close to the same age, right? Ish. I think so. In the same realm, right? I don't want to assume. I didn't understand. Sorry if you heard the sirens. That's welcome to Brooklyn. <laughs> You're going to hear fireworks on my end pretty soon. Yeah. I didn't know that this happened. And I have a couple of theories on why this happens at a certain point in women. I use the term women. I'm not trying to exclude other people. Is this a thing? It's a vagina thing. I think it's an ovary thing. Oh. But I feel like at a certain point with your hormones and stuff like that, if you're a woman who has not had a kid, mm -hmm. I feel like it's a weird thing. You're not like somehow in this heteronormative family unit or some version of that, mm -hmm. whatever that looks like in your own reality. <laughs> yeah. Your body fucking just becomes feral and cave oh, woman. Yeah. And it's like, hey, hey, your ovaries are dying, man. Like you've got <laughs> two solid years or three years or whatever it is to procreate. And you're like, no, no, I don't want you. That's not my lot in life. It's like, no, you're going to need it. You're like, no, I don't want that. Okay, you don't want that? You're going to crave hunks. You're going to crave mm. You're going to crave like whatever version. It doesn't matter if you're gay, straight, like whatever. It's going to make you mm -hmm. crave just like the most base level horniest Burm. crap. Yeah. It takes you on a journey you never asked to be on. And, no. and I think it's really tough because I have other friends who are really kind of conservative and not people who talk about a lot of things, you know, their own personal life, who make weird, horny, not me, but other people also make like weird, horny Instagrams and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, oh my God, it's a weird thing that happens at a certain age. You just tip into this like world of just like craving meat. Yeah. And it's awful. And then couple that with this restrictive thing. And if you're a person who's actually trying to, you know, be safe and to survive, it's like, oh, you can't be around people. And all those things your body's telling you you have to have. Yeah, you can't do that. Everything. All of it. Everything. Yeah. It's an absolute nightmare. <laughs> it's the meanest you know thing you could do to somebody. Yeah. You know, the ovaries are really acting like your Apple Watch. Yeah. It's suddenly barking. <laughs> Two Apple Watches in my tummy. Barking. Just 
sparking. You're like, you're hitting goals. You're not hitting goals. Don't hit that goal. <laughs> oh, I don't know what menstruation state you're at, but I feel like the less activity I have, the more vengeful my periods are. Like, you had all this time to get pregnant. How could you I, do this to us? Yes, I also think that has to do with me getting older as well. It's like the closer you inch toward your, like, <laughs> death as a woman, or as mm-hmm. a person who identifies as like being a viable human that other people want, they're like, guess what? <laughs> you ever seen fucking Saw? Well, next month you'll see Saw too. Yeah. If things happen in your body, they're like, what is going? That was an actual Manson murder. That is the Manson family murder scene. They're scribbling shit on the walls and blood. There's like corpses that you can't make out. Uh, we can't and identify like, this. But- yeah, you're like, I never wanted this. They're like, next month, same street, same time. You're like, no, 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 I don't want this. You're like, we'll be there. Yeah, it's like the extra blood is that they got ready for the party. You know, they being the ovaries, like, okay, we're going to have a baby. So make sure you get this ready. Get the lining real ready for the baby. Mine's like, it's like chum. There are bits and pieces and things in there that I'm like, what does this belong to? Is this from me? Why? Don't I need that? It's just a bucket of chum every month. Lost and found. Is this even mine? You're like, no. There's a leg, there's some jewelry, some bits and pieces, spare change. I'm like, where's this coming from? You know what it is? It's like the salad bar at Sizzlers, when the soup is almost done, oh. you try and get what's <laughs> left of the minestrone on the bottom. What is this? It's like coagulator. Like, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I think it's soup. There's times where I'm like, should I be worried? I mean, I feel like it's okay. I feel like if it wasn't okay, I'd like pass out or something. But yeah, yeah I have a theory that they need to have a class for people. Remember when you were in junior high and they separated? I mean, this is also like, <laughs> this is also a gender reveal thing. They separated the boys from the girls. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, well, this is what happens to boys and this is what happens to girls. There's no gray area. It's just like, this is it. And the girls have to be taken to a secretive room and shown like a, you know, reel-to-reel movie that's terrifying. And the guys are like, oh, wear deodorant and like your dick's going to get hard. And they're like, oh, cool. And the women are like, this is going to happen. And your period can come at any time. (laughs) Any time. Like a thief in the night. You're like, oh, my God. But I feel like they needed to have that happen again when you hit like 34. Mm. To be like, oh, hi, how are you? Some changes will be happening in your body. Hormonally, you're going to turn into a vengeful, feral creature of the night who just craves, <laughs> just craves whatever you want. And um, yeah, and also your periods are going to look like a CSI crime scene. So mm-hmm. just like strap on in and enjoy the next 10 years. <laughs> it's all punishment. Just different kinds. Also, yeah, I mean, Eve really effed it up. Let me just tell you that much. But yeah, that plus pandemic, you're like, are you kidding me? Yeah. There is not a worse time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, to be single. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> If this was happening when the people who wrote the Bible were writing the Bible, they'd find a way to blame the pandemic on women. I can tell you, give it a couple months. That <laughs> that bat was a female bat, and somehow, like, a woman wasn't, you know, just give it some time. They'll find a way to spin this, for sure. The bat wasn't married. The bat was asking for it. <laughs> yeah. The bat was dressing real slutty, and those germs just could not get enough. Hanging upside down in the wrong street. I mean, what do you expect to happen? Yeah. With those silky, weird, translucent wings. Wait, so those rich men were supposed to not eat the bat? Like, they had no choice. It was there. It was right there. Available? Right there. Those glossy little fangs and those pert little ears. Like, what else were they supposed to do? Yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of bats, so Batman got coronavirus and this symbolism of him being a bat. I think that's a really good indicator. Like, if the person who's the lead person in your movie gets COVID, maybe it's not safe. (laughs) No. 
Santa is safe. Such BS. Oh, my trailer was sanitized. Okay, great. I mean, nothing is safe to go back. Bless the people who have been doing groceries and the true workers, and you mean in restaurants and that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. the rest, we can all just pump the brakes for a bit. Isn't it weird that we can't just be safe, not do something for a year? You know, like, yeah. why do we have to make things the new version of normal? We can just say, like, hey, it's a weird year. We're not going to do X, Y, and Z. Bummer. I wish we could, but it's better not to do it. <laughs> Instead, we're, like, forcing. I don't watch sports in general, mm-hmm. but the sporting events, I don't know if you've seen, some of them are piping in fake crowd noise. Oh. And some of them are, like, CGIing people in the crowd. No. Yes. I was like, this is an actual nightmare. Don't do that. Oh, it's, it's very Black Mary. It's very much just, like, this is so unnatural. <laughs> it goes back to the whole, I want asteroids to death. I don't welcome death. I mean, I do, but I don't welcome death. <laughs> I welcome death. I welcome death. We we but it also is that thing where it's like, if we can't just be human, if just existing for a couple extra months <laughs> isn't enough, and we have to do all these weird extracurricular things that just feel so just really creepy without there being people involved. <laughs> If we can't get through like a couple months, we need to just evaluate how we're still alive. (laughs) Like there's not a great fail safe in place. Uh It's like we're basically that bus from speed. (laughs) Humans are the bus from speed. They're like, oh shit, there's a bomb and you have to keep going. And if you don't keep going, you're going to blow up. And you're like, okay, but what if I, no, you can't. That's (laughs) us. And I just feel like maybe it's better just to get creamed quickly and dramatically while Aerosmith plays in the background. (laughs) Simulated basketball. It's just like watching someone masturbate. Like, this is a solo activity. Yeah, it's also just, do we really need that? I mean, it's still great games, right? But I don't know if we need this. (laughs) We don't need it. We need the sports. We gotta have the sports. We can't do it without sports. It's like, hey, can't we? Like, we need food. We need sports and Amazon, apparently. We need Bezos' money. God, what a wild adventure into the depths of hell. <laughs> the depths of hell and honkiness. Just horny in hell. That's the new motto. For, <laughs> the motto for what? 2020. It's, welcome to horny hell. Hell if you're horny. Hey, honk if you're horny and this is hell. The deluge of sirens. <laughs> oh, all right. I wish you a very hunky September. I mean, and thank Whatever you. I hope that it is full of beefcakes and hunks and handsomes and less <laughs> bubbling fire and brimstone heat and hell. Yeah. Well, you can always put the dildos in the freezer. <laughs> God willing and the creek don't rise, you know? <laughs> Gotta prepare for the future. I mean, Satan will find a way. <laughs> <laughs> you can stave off his advances temporarily with temperature changes. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. New York witches. Yeah. Late night. It's the witching hour for the New York witches. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellow witch. It was really nice to chat with you. You too. Stay safe. <laughs> stay horny. You know? <laughs> I'm working on getting a sponsor, and I'll ship a chip to you. Heck yeah. I'm on a horny chip. That'd be awesome. <laughs> a horny chip. I'd love it. Okay. All right. Have a good night, Morgan. You too. Bye. Today's episode was brought to you by Seven Toenails, The Sea of Gens, and Chum. Please stay on the line for our next episode with Ricky Simons. Ray.